Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Today we've got a story of people who are so entitled they got in legal trouble because of it. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, Entitled Mother told me I owe her a Valentine's Day gift. Welcome back to this installment of Drama Mama Trauma. For context, the story takes place over 10 years ago. I would have been about 10, maybe 11. Yes, it was in fact Valentine's Day, and my young self thought it would be nice if I got up early to make my parents their morning coffee. It was a bright and lovely Saturday morning, and I go down the hall and prepare the cups. I take them into my parents' room. They thank me, say it's so sweet and nice of me, and go about giving me their cards. Very cute and sweet V-Day's cards. Of course, I thought all was normal. When my dad leaves the room to go about his day, my entitled mother turned to me and asked where the rest was. I was very confused and asked, the rest of what? She kind of balks at me and goes, my gifts, duh. I'm extremely taken aback and tell her I don't have anything else. Once again, I'd like to remind that I'm 10 years old. She gets very red in the face and starts to yell at me. This is the one day you have to show me you love me. You owe me this. I'm still kind of staggering when she shouts, go get a piece of paper. I walk to our office room and grab some paper, bring it back and a pen is forced into my hand. Write this, I love my mom, one shopping trip I owe you. I finished and gave it to her and she smiled and was so happy and immediately dragged me out. She used that shopping trip to buy over 500 bucks worth of stuff for herself. If they're gonna be that entitled and act like that, Wouldn't they want to try to do it on Mother's Day, not necessarily Valentine's Day? Like I know for Valentine's Day a lot of people do something nice for their mom or their parents, but this lady really died on that hill of you have to do so much for me on Valentine's Day. Also hi, I'm Steven, and if you can't get enough of hearing about these entitled parents, why not hit that subscribe button down below? That said, our next story is, my mother is upset I don't want my stepdad in my child's life or mine. For context, my stepdad was very mean to me during childhood. I remember one night I wasn't hungry and I was suffering with an eating disorder. He told me he didn't care that I struggle with ED and he tells me that he'll hurt me if I don't eat. He mistreated me my whole childhood and my mother allowed it. He would call me slurs because of my disabilities and make fun of me for being bipolar. He would purposely do things to make me angry and provoke me. My mother did this too. And then I'd get in trouble and they'd tell me I was crazy. He would punch me and pull my hair. One day he threatened, and my mom did too, to shave my head because I had a bad attitude. My sister and brothers were the golden kids and I was treated like nothing. Now fast forward, I'm having my baby this week and I told my mother the boundaries. She wants to send pictures of the baby I'll be sending her to my stepdad. I told her I was uncomfortable with that. She asked if I could leave her over at her house to babysit. I told her I don't trust her husband around my daughter. I was told I was selfish and acting angry. I told her she could come to my apartment to babysit. She tells me that I was ungrateful and that he was the only dad I ever had. I told her that if she can't follow my rules and boundaries, this goes for everyone, then they will not see my child. My mother told me, 
I'm your mother and you should show husband respect. It's in the past and you should let it go. He's my husband and has every right to see his grandchild. That's when I got upset and started to limit contact. 100% I would just say hold that boundary up. I mean, this is just basics. If they can't respect you and what you're comfortable with, then it's unbelievably understandable why you don't want them around your kids. Our next story is, I think I'm in the twilight zone. Happened this morning before my alarm even had the chance to take me away from my sweet, sweet slumber at 7am, and I'm still mad about it. My father, dearest, called me at 6.59am. He doesn't just call. No, no, that would be too simple. Because on top of being a grade A jerk, he's also a giant cheapskate. He lets your phone ring long enough for it to make a sound and then hangs up. That way you call him back and he doesn't have to spend his precious minutes from his phone plan. And he'll keep doing it till you call him back. He also has no phone etiquette at all and expects everyone to be available at any time whenever he needs you. He, and that means me because he doesn't speak the local language very well, would call harass businesses at 10 p.m. The owner's personal number if necessary because it's their money if they want it they'll answer. Despite us telling him that he's being highly inappropriate and rude to people, he just doesn't give a crap and wants everything right there right now. So thinking about an emergency, why else would he be calling me this early? I call him back. The conversation went something like this, context and explanations at the end. Hey dad, what's up? Still half asleep? Did you receive your social security stickers? Brain still booting up. Huh, what? No, why? He says, see, I knew you were an idiot. You can't do a single thing right. The fog gets thicker. What the freak is he talking about? What do you mean, dad? He said, I told you to go get your address changed, didn't I? That's why you still didn't receive your benefits. Still no idea how or why things are connected or where this conversation is going at 7am in the morning, but slightly more awake and mad now. What the ever-living freak are you talking about? He says you were supposed to go to the city and get your ID updated after the cops visit. You still haven't done that, that's why they didn't send you the stickers and why you won't receive the benefits, you giant tool. This is why I told you, freaking moron, you should take a day off and go to the city to get your address changed, you idiot. I said, oh, for the love of freak off, dad. He said, what? How do you... Click. I dropped the call and went to shower with a renewed hate for the day. Context. I moved at the end of December into my new house. It's mostly finished now. The address change requires you to go to the city services to introduce an address change request. Then they'll send a police officer to verify that you're actually living there to prevent fraud, fake marriages, etc. Once that's done, the cops send the paperwork to the city and you have to go back and get your ID card updated. This is a formality because the only thing they do on the second visit is to change some info on the ID card's chip. The records are updated after the police had sent the paperwork. The police officer came by a week ago, so I'm good on that part. I just didn't have a chance to go to the city services because, surprise, surprise, they're only open during work hours and I'm at work at that time. Can't just take any day off on a whim despite what my dad believes. Social security stickers, there's no translation for that that I know of. But around here, you get a sheet of green stickers with your social security or equivalent info on them. You stick them on prescriptions or give one to your doctor for his paperwork so you can get reimbursed. 
It's getting centralized electronically now and tied to your ID card, which has a chip on it. But not every service has been updated to the new system yet. They usually send you a new set when you move and your new address is registered, which takes a couple of weeks. The benefit he's talking about? Our government decided to give pretty much everyone an aid of about 200 euros a month on the utility bill starting last November till March this year. To be eligible, you have to be registered at the address on the bills. The registration date starts at the address change request and not on the second visit for the ID update. I'm assuming OP's dad is retired, one of those guys that's just like sitting around brooding being a curmudgeon and they have a thought that just floats into their mind and they get all frustrated and upset and cycles around and they allow themselves to spin that thought around in their mind and rile themselves up till they just can't help it and call you and just be a total jerk. This next story is, my cousin's kids made my fractured ankle worse and entitled parents blamed me. So over the weekend, I watched my cousin's kids, 9 and 10, while my cousin and her husband are out of town. Backstory, I'm recovering from a fractured ankle and I'm in a walking boot. I don't have many limitations, but I just can't walk without the boot or walk a lot even with it on. So the kids are into pranks, and on Sunday I was sitting down and the kids thought it would be funny to take my boot and hide it. Like I said, I can't walk without it. I explained this and said I need it, but they refused to give it back. I had to hobble over to the other side of the house and up the stairs to get it back, which was excruciating. I told the parents what happened, and they chalked it up to the kids not knowing any better and asking why I took it off to begin with. Well, I only really needed for walking, and I literally in a million years would not expect someone of pretty much any age to do that. I argued that at 9 and 10 they do know better, but the parents weren't having it. Now I have a very swollen and even more sore ankle from trying to walk on it unprotected, and I'm worried that I did some damage. The kid's behavior was shocking. Even though they were a bit wild, spoiled, and coddled, I haven't witnessed anything like that. However, the parents' defensiveness was much worse. After all, they are the adults. Well, needless to say, no surprise going forward, I'm assuming these cousins are not going to be able to get any help babysitting their kids. At least not from OP, and hopefully not from anybody that OP communicates this to if OP's open to sharing that. Although, who knows, maybe sharing this experience causes too much drama stirring for those cousins and they'd harass OP even more. This next story is, I just wanted symmetrical pancakes. I am incapable of cooking a symmetrical pancake. I have tried so, so many times to make them and it just doesn't happen. I know there are special pans that help you make them round, but at this point, I've given up the game and just go to some place like McDonald's or IHOP when I'm having a pancake craving. Why must they be symmetrical? I have no idea, but they taste better that way. It's kind of like how a stolen candy bar tastes better than one legitimately acquired. Is there actual logic there? No. Do I care? Also no. Do I still shoplift candy bars? No, I found a new vice. Round pancakes. This morning I woke up before the sun did so I could work out without a cue at a bench. The New Year's resolution folks are dropping like flies, but it's still irritating to go when normal people are up. Did the workout song and dance, and as soon as I didn't feel like I was going to puke, I was mighty hungry for some pancakes. Punched IHOP into my GPS and made my way over. Got seated immediately at the counter, because it's early and it's not hard to find a spot for a party of one. 
Regrettably, the closest occupied table to mine was occupied by a mom and two kids. I could tell it was going to be a long breakfast when both of the kids had switches up on kickstands with the volume maxed out. They were both playing Mario Kart. I could tell because one kid started screaming at the other over a blue shell. I can empathize with that. I've ended friendships over a blue shell. What was the mom doing? She was staring intently at her phone and letting her kids be about as obnoxious as a kid can be. Not speaking into it, just staring at it. No idea what she was looking at. The waitress comes over to me from the other side of the counter and can't actually hear me make my order over the racket of the table from heck. I wind up pointing my beloved symmetrical pancakes and then at a coffee. Requesting room for cream via charades was a bit of challenge, but we got there in the end. After my order gets placed, and before I can once again regret not having some flavor of NSAID in my car, the kids and their mom get their order in. Neither child moves their switch. The mom looks up from her phone and just says, anywhere will do. My poor waitress is balancing three, no doubt, hot plates, trying to finagle a space for the food with electronic devices everywhere on the no doubt sticky table, and winds up tipping a switch into a plate of food. Did you know that the Nintendo Switch is not a fan of syrup or powdered sugar? The Switch makes the sound of an electronic soul leaving its body and turns off for the last time. The kid whose Switch it was is in shock, hasn't made a sound yet. The other boy, showing the first signs of sentience from that family, pulls his Switch away from the table and puts it on his seat beside him. The waitress immediately begins apologizing profusely. The boy who just lost his switch starts bawling, and the mom puffs up like a balloon, face turning bright red. She stands up awkwardly in the IHOP booth and starts reaming out the waitress, replacing that device is going to come out of her last paycheck. Then she picks up the plate of French toast that killed the switch and demands to speak to a manager right now, and punctuates that little demand by throwing the entire plate of food onto the floor. Naturally, the shattered plate and bits of breakfast wind up peppering the backs of my legs because this is a counter, not a bar. My feet are on the floor, and my brand new pair of pants just got tantrum all over them. Manager runs out from the kitchen shortly thereafter, and the woman has just hit her stride. Does that manager know what her employee has just done? Does that manager know who she is? It's at this point I cut in. Lady, I don't give a crap who you are. I know exactly what you are. She whips her head around to look at me for a moment, but I'm looking at the back of my legs still, covered in yuck and broken plate. Too startled to say much more than, and what am I? I look her dead in the eye, which is something I'm not usually okay with, but I was mad. A negligent mother with her head so far up her rear, she looks normal. Her initial retort was some gobbling noises, so I carried on. Who let your kid leave his switch on the table when the food arrived? It wasn't the waitress. It wasn't the manager. It wasn't me. Gee, who else could it be? It's not the kid. He's what, eight? Who's supposed to know better? Anywhere will do? Are you kidding? And then you throw a plate on the floor? When's the last time either of these kids did something like that? The mother puffs up even further and starts turning an alarming shape. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days, you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. 
Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. Get of purple and start shuffling out of the booth, moving the now switchless child out beside her until he pops out and she stands up. Then she starts in on me about how any of this is my business and how dare I judge her. I'm not really sure what her plan was, but she definitely was going to try and hit me in some way or another, and a new player enters the confrontation. Today I learned uniformed cops can occasionally be found in IHOPs. The woman whips around again and sees the cop. Cop says it's time for her to go. After a little more back and forth, she gathers up both children and all their stuff and exits, shouting threats about calling corporate and someone's going to pay for the damages. I wasn't the only one who rolled my eyes. I just wanted symmetrical pancakes. Honestly, I'm impressed that when the switch fell into the food, it just like shut off so quickly. Like, I would almost more assume that some liquid just got in like the buttons and cause it to flick off, just like go to sleep mode or something, rather than the whole device just dying like that. I guess it was a really effective fall into the food. Maybe the mom had a slight argument here because the waitress should have just like called it out. You know, if there was not enough space to put the food down. But yeah, that definitely all ended as soon as they got up and threw their plate on the ground. This next story is entitled Parents of Students at a Martial Arts School. So I work at a martial arts school as the head instructor, beside my boss, for our after school program. And I've got a few stories of entitled parents that have come in throughout the years. One, one time we had a kid that was really bad at listening and certainly didn't want to follow directions in and out of class. Well, we had decided to kick him out of the program and found out that we were kicking him out. We're still unsure of how he found out. So he proceeds to run around, pushing kids over and just being an all-around brat, while claiming that he didn't have to listen to us because we were kicking him out anyway. So we're trying to contain him so he doesn't hurt anyone, when he decides he'll just climb onto the bench and over the small retaining wall we have to separate one of the rooms we use for martial arts. 
and then runs into the room next to it where we keep the practice weapons. He grabs a pair of Psy, a metal weapon that has a straight bar and two smaller prongs sticking out, and gets cornered by myself, our other instructor, and my boss. He's pointing them at us, trying to threaten us with them, even though they aren't pointy, and saying that his dad is going to beat us up for kicking him out. Well, the minute later, this kid's dad walks in and sees what's happening. My coworker gets the sigh from him, and my boss goes to explain what he's been doing, why we're having to kick him out, and making sure he knew what the kid said about him beating us up. The dad told him to go get his stuff, and then began defending the kid. He told us that his son is always so perfect at home and has never gotten in trouble like this until he started coming to our program. My boss doesn't take that and begins arguing with him, telling him that all of our other students don't do what he did, and they all understand the difference between right and wrong. The dad grabs his kid's stuff, and as he's leaving, he tells his son, Come on, let's go. They just don't understand you here. All I could do was roll my eyes and sigh. Two, one summer, we had a kid in our program that was very overweight. He didn't like to do class because he had to get up and move and actually exercise. Well, one day he refused to do class because we were having a workout day and my boss went to talk to him. My boss was talking to him and mentioned that when you have excess weight, you either have to build up the muscle to move it or lose it. Mind you, this kid would always bring in snacks that were like a half a gallon size Ziploc bag of chips. Well, the day after, his mom showed up and asked my boss if we called her son fat. My boss replied telling her exactly what he told the kid and she got angry, yelling at him that he has no right to tell her kid that kind of thing. They never showed up again. I personally agree with my boss. I'm very overweight, but since I've been in martial arts since I was 8, 23 now, I have the muscle to move my weight. 3. This one still blows my mind. But we had a kid that would get frustrated or upset if you corrected him on anything he was just starting to learn. Well, one day his parents come in to talk to my boss and I hear them say, So, kid's name was telling us that your instructors were being mean to him. My boss told them that we were not. We were simply telling him what he was doing wrong and how to fix it. His dad then responds, Well, we only want him to think happy thoughts. So if you could make sure they're correcting him in a way that makes him feel good, that'd be great. My boss just looked at them with a raised eyebrow and responded by asking how his kid is going to deal with getting bullied or even the way the world will treat him when he gets older if he's taught that people will always be gentle with you. The dad said, This isn't the time or place to be discussing how we raise our child. So my boss asked him when is the time and place. He walked out with a scoff and never returned. I've got a few more stories and I'll share them with you guys if you want, but I figured I'll keep the post to three stories since they're a bit long. I'm sorry, but if you want your kid in a program that is going to coddle them, martial arts is probably not the class to take them to. Now, I'm not saying that these people have to be rough and brutal with these kids and, you know, try to toughen them up and teach them, oh, the world is not going to treat you nicely, you've got to toughen your skin up or something. But I also don't think these instructors are wrong in that trying to teach these kids that it ain't always going to be easy. Our next story is... Too much entitlement might land you in legal trouble. Last night, a very young-looking woman came in pretty late. With her, she has a baby, maybe four to six months, and a toddler. This is probably around 9.15, 9.30 p.m. She grabbed the fixings for a steak dinner for two and a kid's frozen dinner. She had a bottle of red wine. She doesn't look anywhere near 21. She looks more like 16. 
Cashier asked for an ID. She doesn't have it on her. Sorry, no wine tonight. Cue the demand for a manager, me. I said the same thing. No ID, no wine. She started screaming at me that they just moved to this area and she's misplaced her wallet. I'm ruining her Valentine's Day because her husband just got in from bringing another load of their stuff and she needs this wine. Sorry, but sob stories won't keep me out of jail from getting fines for me and the store, loss of job for me and loss of liquor license for the store. I can't help you. She was pissed. It was quite obvious on her face. She paid for the food and started to walk away. She made it as far as the door. The bagger had just started walking to return the wine when she ran back to him, grabbed it, and spiked it like a football after scoring the winning touchdown. She ran out the door with her card and kids. Oh yeah, calling the police. I got her license plate in the make of her car. I dealt with the police officer in making the report, while the other closing manager finalized the closing of the store and supervised the cleanup. We left around an hour after the incident. I had to drop some stuff off at my mother-in-law's, so it took me in an opposite direction that I normally would take. Going this direction took me past the liquor store. I noticed two police cruisers with lights in the parking lot. One of my brother's best lifelong friends is the night manager of this liquor store. This man has been like a little brother to me for nearly 40 years. So my worried and nosy self turned in. Yep, there's his car. I parked next to it. A third cruiser pulled in. It was at the same time I realized the only customer car in the lot was matching the young lady that had smashed the bottle of wine at the feet of my minor bagger, endangering him with the glass shards. The officer stepped out of his vehicle, and it's the same one I'd just given the report to about half an hour prior. I stepped out and called him by name before he went inside. He recognized me and took a step closer. I pointed out her car and told him I was pretty sure that that was the vehicle belonging to the young woman for my report. He looked at it, nodded, and walked into the liquor store. I sent a text to my friend, Hey, call me later. I think you've called the police on someone I had to call on also. We finally connected around midnight. Yep, it was the same person. She had attempted to enter the liquor store with her children and he stopped her. In my state, you have to be 21 to enter a liquor store or smoke shop. There are no exceptions, not even for babies or small children. There are big red signs on the door stating this. She immediately told him that that was ridiculous. She needed a bottle of red wine and some dumb witch at the grocery store refused to sell it to her. He said he didn't really care, but the children could not enter the store and to take them out. She started screaming about already regretting moving to this butt-backward state, and she was just grabbing a bottle of darn wine whether he liked it or not. He told her, nope, not from this store. That's when she grabbed a wire rack display of mini bottles and slammed it to the floor. About a hundred mini bottles hit the floor shattering. That's when he hit the silent alarm and immediately dispatched the police to the liquor store. She ended up being arrested for child endangering, theft, vandalism, and destruction of property. The father slash her husband could not be reached, so DCFS showed to take the children with them. Honestly, for these younger children, maybe it's for the best they get separated from a mother that's going to act like that. Honestly, for her and her children's sake, I hope she turns her life around, regardless of whatever's going on in her life. This next story is entitled Parents Allow Their Kids to Run Wild During a Movie in the Cinema Slash Movie Theater. 
this story isn't just one entitled parent, but a whole ton of entitled parents. So some background, Finding Dory was the new movie at the time, and I, female to male transgender, was around 15. My mom decided that I, my baby brother, and she would see Finding Dory, as it was the weekend and my other brother was out with his friends or gaming with them, or he might just not have wanted to come. Anyways, it was just the three of us. My baby brother was about a year or so by then, so he wasn't able to join in. Now the story, we had got our popcorn, drinks, and candy, and we were waiting for the movie to start. The other parents, many entitled parents, but a few are like my mom, who wouldn't allow their kids to run wild, came in soon after we did. My mom liked to come into the movie theater early so we could get seats near the top row. The movie was about to start when some employee, I assume a manager of some sort, walked into the movie theater. I couldn't make him out in the sea of people in the rows below, but I heard him say the worst thing any moviegoer could hear. As we have so many children, no joke, the children were double the number of adults and teenagers, we've decided to keep the lights on to not scare the children. With that, the employee left, sealing our fate. The children behaved for the first 10 or so minutes of Finding Dory, and those were a blissful 10 or so minutes because things went downhill fast. See, I think the children would have been better behaved if the lights were off as lights off in a theater had this be quiet and watch the movie signal to it. With the lights on, it had the connotation of the movie is yet to start, so go wild, it seemed. Soon the children were restless. They got up and started to play in their row quietly, which slowly grew to treat the whole theater as a playground. I'm not sure why no one left to complain. For all I know, the parents trying to keep their kids from entering the mayhem were too frazzled to think about that or someone was fearful of the employees shutting off the film midway through. With the children hopping on seats and running through rows and down the aisles, I'm shocked no employees came to check the commotion. Then the real stars of the story came to play, the entitled parents. It seemed one kid hit another kid in the mouth somehow, then two pairs of entitled parents began to scream about how dare they raise an unruly child, threatening to tell an employee about what happened and suing the parents into the ground. I only watched in horror, glancing from the film to the entitled parents screaming, unsure which was more entertaining. Since I didn't have my phone on hand, I couldn't record what was before me. The parents with the kid who got kicked, he somehow wasn't bleeding from the force of the kick, decided to let him eat some candy to calm him down before he'd return to the fray. This one incident seemed to give a reason for the entitled parents to go off on other entitled parents for their entitled kids, while defending their own kids. Throughout this, some kid decided to throw popcorn into the air, screaming, Snow! Snow! Other kids copied this too. Soon, the rows below were suffering, having popcorn rain down. The top row where I and my mom were, were relatively untouched. Then, someone from the row above us got tired and began to go off on some of the entitled parents, pointing out that this is a movie theater and they should have control over their entitled kids. This only caused the entitled parents to defend their precious angels, screaming that this is a movie theater and the parent going off on them have to be quiet during a film. Ironic, I know. This lasted throughout a mass portion of the film. The children only settled at the climax action part of the film at the end of it. The parent who tried to argue to the entitled parents grumbled back to his seat five minutes after arguing with them. The film ended, around 80 minutes of the film having been used as an excuse for entitled parents to not parent their entitled offspring, 
and my mom and I grabbed our things and left the theater. The one or two parents, who kept their children from turning the cinema into their own personal playground, decided to complain to management slash a higher-up employee for what happened, as no employees entered throughout the film. I never went back to a cinema since that day, and I can't watch Finding Dory again without thinking of what had happened in that theater. This honestly would be probably a nightmare experience and would probably put you off going to see any family movies for quite some time, at least within like the first few weeks of the release. I know I would. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another absolutely crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.